when you felt homesick, was there anything that you did to help you make? Touch I Jesus. to a trio podcast so for today's episode um we decided that it would be interesting since valentine and i are going back to canada in a few days right Mm -hmm. um that we were going to talk about homesickness and dealing with that at university so we thought that we'd make an episode today to just kind of share our tips what our experience was like you know what and what sort of recommendations we have for people who might be wanting to go study abroad who, or who are currently studying abroad and that might be dealing with homesicknesses yeah. that happens to everyone. Mm-hmm. So I guess first off is, did you get homesick at all this, like on for your first semester this year? Well, <laughs> I think everyone does. Uh, the first couple weeks, no, because I don't, like I didn't have time to be homesick because it was just like frosh and then like just getting back to work. It was exciting because like after the long summer break, you're like excited to, you know, get back into working. I don't also, know, for it's me, so was, new. So yeah. you're very like, you have a bunch of distractions. You're meeting so many people and uh, it's a fun week. So um, the first couple of weeks, it was like, I was trying to get used to university. So I didn't even have time to think of, oh my God, I'm in Montreal. I'm no longer in France. Um, so yeah, I didn't get homesick for the first few weeks. But then when classes started and I was starting to like feel stressed, that comes pretty quickly when you're in engineering um that's when when i called mom and then i was like oh <laughs> that's when you felt <laughs> the effect. yeah yeah I, th- I sort of had the same experience i think homesickness comes and goes there's times where you kind of don't think about home for a while and you don't really call and it just everything everything's going great and then there's times where you know memories come back or you know it's one of your friends ba- birthdays back home and you kind of remember the old times you're like wow damn I miss home because I know in my first year that was the same thing when I first arrived as an international student I had to move in into the residences a week before all the domestic students came in and so I was all alone in the residence for that one week and that that's when after I was dropped off by some family friends I immediately felt homesick because there was no one else there also your parents didn't drop our parents didn't drop you off no, so I moved in like, on my own. Yeah. yeah, but it was that week was like pretty tough because one there was nothing to do because I didn't have like classes that didn't started or anything, so I was literally just watching like, YouTube or Netflix in my room, nice. and I couldn't really talk to anyone because no one else had moved in yet. So that's mm-hmm. when that first week is when I felt pretty homesick, mm-hmm. and I would call mom and back home a lot. But then once, like, like you guys said, like once orientation week happened then everything got really busy and I started meeting a lot of people. I remember mom was worried because you weren't calling her. <laughs> oh, yeah. She yeah. was like, I haven't heard from Arthur in a week. Like, what's going on? But that's a good sign, though. It was I was so busy that I just completely forgot or didn't have time. And, and I wasn't, I didn't feel homesick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it, like, intensifies when the work starts piling up. And then you just kind of forget to call your parents for a while because you're so busy. And then when they call you, because I remember at one point I hadn't called mom for like more than a week. And then she called me and I was like, 
my god, mom. <laughs> <laughs> when you felt homesick, was there anything specific that you did that helped you feel better? Um, at first, like the first couple weeks, um, I just stay by myself, and then I sort of realized that that didn't help at all. So I would force myself to go have dinner with my group of friends, and that really helped. Just being surrounded by people and like having conversations, or just you know being there with people that are smiley and fun. Yeah, basically, basically distracting your brain from like being sad and thinking about home with like focusing on what's going on in the moment. But also, like, I think even though it seems like it's um, it's counterproductive to call your parents, it is, I think, the best way to get over homesickness, for me at least, because I felt like when I called mom and then she was like, it's okay, like, you're going to come back in a couple, like, months, um, and then, like, all my... I would like tell her my problems and like, I don't know, moms just always make us feel better because they're like, your your problems are insignificant or they're not as big as you think they are. So I don't know, that helped me with my homesickness. But also I feel like homesickness can also be something positive because for me, feeling homesick was like a sign that I was growing up and that it was completely normal for me to feel to be feeling that way. Like I would speak to other people and they were like, yeah, I miss home. And then I felt validated in my feelings. And it was nice to like have other people that were going through the same things. And if I wasn't feeling any like homesickness or anything, I like, I don't know, it would have been kind of weird not to think of home since it's like so important. Yeah. What are some of the things you guys would do when you would get homesick other than call mom and dad? One thing I did was I would try to go out and meet new friends. Or I would, you know, go out of my room at least. Uh, and try to experience new things because hanging out with others or making new friends or even just, you know, going bowling or doing little activities on the weekends with other people kind of help my mind, get my mind off of things. And so that would help a lot because then I wouldn't think of home as much. I'd say I was, I was pretty good at dealing with homesickness. It's not something that I had free, frequently, just also, I think what helped was the distance, right? Being... Yeah you know, 6,000, 7,000 kilometers away from home didn't give me many options as to when I could go back home. Yeah. So I just sort of embraced that and, you know, knowing that, well, I'll go home for Christmas, I'll go home this summer were things that I looked forward to. And that's what helped me sort of get over it uh, at the time because there was something positive I could look forward to. Mm -hmm. Then, yeah, as a result, uh, I know I could go, usually I could spend like six months without feeling homesick. And then that's when sort of those feelings would come back again. Yeah. And it, I think for some people it's harder to go back home, like with everything going on right now. I know some people that had to stay in res for Christmas. So that must have been really, really hard. I can't imagine. But I think it's like it's important to kind of create somewhat of a second family and just surround yourself with people that you like that make you feel good and uh what I do sometimes is like one time per week I just give myself like a me night sort of mm. where it's I like stay in by myself in my room or do something that rem that makes me feel good or remind me of home like if my mom sent me some chocolate I'd have that and like reminisce or like look at some pictures and you know it doesn't make me sad or anything it just it's like yeah. a self-care routine. Yeah. yeah. I know one thing I did a lot wasn't necessarily like a me night, but when I could, 
I tried to go to Toronto to either go see some friends mm-hmm. or stay at family friends. And those family friends are sort of, I guess, like my second family yeah. uh, and my family in Canada there. And so that was like a really nice way to sort of disconnect from school mm-hmm. and kind of go back to this homey family, you know, living any, situation. Any type of family is nice to yeah. go back to one year. If you have like relatives or family friends that can invite you to, you know, Thanksgiving, I know for Thanksgiving was like, or like when reading weeks would happen, those times were especially difficult as oh, an international yeah. student because everyone would go home to their families. Yeah. And I was sort of stuck back in school. So I really appreciated it when I had friends that would invite me to come with them or, yeah. you know, invite me to their cottage or invite me to for Thanksgiving. And those were really things that helped a lot with, deal with homesickness because it was really nice to go back into this sort of family. Yeah. For example, like for this first semester, like the the first reading week that Valentine and I had um, was for Thanksgiving and everyone left. Yeah. And uh, my our mom like talked to one of my best friends um, who wasn't actually coming home for Thanksgiving, but her family asked if Valentine and I wanted to come. Yeah. So our mom booked the flights and we were like supposed to go and we did go. Um, but I remember feeling very stressed out and being like, no, I don't want to go. It's just going to stress me out. Like it's an entire weekend. I should be in my room studying. And my mom was like, no, it's just like, it's going to, like, it's going to help you. Like you have to take a break. And looking back, like that was such a nice weekend and it helped me like take a step back and be like, uh, you're fine. You're doing Mm -hmm. really good at university. So Mm -hmm. definitely like take these moments to check back, to check into like how you're feeling and like spend time with other people and friends and families and any type of parents actually like any type of parent figure helps like i ate dinner with my friend's parents and just being surrounded by parents who like so caring and reminded me of my parents it was like nice to act like a kid again i Mm -hmm. guess were there any sort of events or triggers that made you homesick little things or for me it was parties I know it sounds so stupid because it's like you're supposed to be having fun at a party and like, I don't know, it's your like night off before having to study every other night. Mm -hmm. But like, I just kept on thinking of my friends back at home and I was like, oh, I wish they could be here. Like, it'd be so much fun. Mm -hmm. And every time there was something that would remind me of them, I was like, oh, like they would laugh if they saw that. And then that made me homesick for a slight second. And then I had fun during the party. But like, Mm -hmm. it was a slight trigger. I was like. Oh, like it could be nice if the people that I knew back at home were here. Yeah, no, that's, that's, I think I've had, I had similar like experiences. I think it was more with being in Canada and a different culture and with different language, the sense of humor can be a little bit different. And so Mm -hmm. sometimes I'd be in social situations where someone says something and in French, I'll think of like (laughs) a reply that'd be really funny. you know, in, in France or like a joke people, French people would say, but I wouldn't be able to say it because like no one would understand it. And so that's when those little things made me, oh man, I miss, you know, having yeah. that sort of French culture present. Uh, I think it's probably easier for you out in Montreal and McGill because there's so much more of a French presence there or Francophone presence. I mean, there is, but I still talk to mainly Canadian and American people. And I feel like ever since I came to Canada, I have, I've like put a filter on what I can say because I'm not Yeah, it's a different culture. Yeah. Yeah, there's for sure different things you could say. So like some jokes that I would say like, oh, stop 
don't want to say it. But no, I see what you yeah. mean. Yeah, and it was kind of hard because sometimes I just wouldn't speak, and people would probably be thinking like, "Why is she not speaking?" But it's like I don't know what to say. But I think that's a first year thing too, is because you still you're still trying to find yourself and meet people. Yeah. But that comes with time. So and it takes time to get comfortable with like people because like the first weeks everyone is super smiley and talkative and then they kind of settle and then you know people get less interesting and they and then finals in the rooms yeah and then midterms just there's no midterm season it's just all the time (laughs) i know midterms start and then it's just all the way through finals so it's hard to just stop yourself and uh, take a break also, it's kind of funny, like, leading towards finals, you look around in your classes and everyone's just depressed. Like, yeah. I remember looking around and everyone just looked so stressed no, out. No, it's just like, you see people and it's like, hey, how was your weekend? And it's like, you know, it's not good. <laughs> anyway, so I think, yeah, kinda... that's definitely the week for me where homesickness Because when you most. start to get overwhelmed, everything just amplifies. So if you feel homesick just a tiny bit, it's just amplified by the fact that you're sad and overworked and you don't have enough sleep. Yeah. And so, yeah, that also, really hits. I think it also has to do with comfort. Like if you're going through a really stressful period, you just want to be comforted. And like usually Christmas, like being back at home. with mm-hmm. yeah. And the situation with COVID and everything does it's not help not, at all. No. I know I never really, well, I mean, the first two years, I mean, I was homesick maybe once or twice during the semesters. But I never really had an urge to go back home. And it was only in third year last year when the whole pandemic happened. And like that was the first time school was fully online. And in November, I couldn't handle it anymore because everything was closed back then. Nothing. No one was doing anything. And I was just stuck in my room the entire day and I couldn't handle it. So I I that's why I just went home for so long, because also I remember I don't know if you're comfortable talking about that, but I remember we called oh yeah <laughs> um and i think that was your lowest oh that was I, yeah i had a full-on like breakdown on you just the, on wanted the to go home like, i've never had that before i was surprised too i it was that was i'd say that i've never really struggled much with mental health but that was the one time where looking back i was like i was definitely dealing with yeah like something serious yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well to explain what happened because it might seem a bit like confusing we called well mom called you mm-hmm. and then for some reason, it ended up being me and Valentine on the phone. Yeah. And I think for about like half an hour, you weren't saying anything. Yeah. But we could hear like I was something just crying. going on. <laughs> yeah, you were crying. I think it was just like, I mean, I was choking up and I didn't want to, yeah. I couldn't say anything. And I just, I didn't want to cry in front of you as well. I didn't want you to hear me crying. So I yeah. know you guys were just asking. We were just trying to cheer you up. Really. I mean, I was, I was nodding. Home. Like you couldn't obviously yeah, hear yeah. it, but on the phone, I was like nodding to whatever you did, were asking. Did it help what we said? I think we yeah, were just joking around. No, it and, did uh, help. It made me laugh and it fully helped, but it was, it was, uh. So call home, guys. Call home. <laughs> Even you're if you're crying. Also, it, it's okay to cry. Mm-hmm. Like, I cry three times a week. No, just kidding. <laughs> like, sometimes you just gotta let it out. <laughs> yeah. But what I think really helped, and you started doing that, like, near the end of the semester, Arthur would call me, I think, like, once or once a week, right? Yeah, that helped yeah. a lot. You, you like, would FaceTime me, and I was, like, surprised to see you FaceTime me, but it was always such a nice conversation, and then it would get me out of, like, working, and then... I come back to work and I'm like, oh, like I can do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. Cool. It was it was it was for me to get a break 
but also to give you a break because I, I knew you were studying the entire time. And I don't know. And sometimes, you know, my mom would be like, have you called your sisters or have you heard anything from them? So that's why I, that's why I called as well to get news from you and to, mm-hmm. to check on you as well because first year can be tough. Yeah, especially first year. Mm-hmm. But I'll keep doing that next semester. We'll see with the time difference. But Oh, right. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't even think of I'll that. I'll stay up late. <laughs> <laughs> but did you feel that in high school, do you think that your high school years helped you prepare for sort of homesickness? Like looking back as when we were in high school and, you know, mom and dad were gone for work and we'd have mm. the house to ourselves. I think, the- yeah, that helped a lot because um, we kind of learned to be independent. But mm. then when COVID happened and mom and dad were here all the time, that didn't help at all. Yeah. <laughs> because then you just go from like all to nothing. That's true. And, and we're super lucky because we have each other. So if ever there's that's true, something that, that can really helps go see Estelle. Um, but yeah. yeah you're and in- that's what happened during finals. Um, well, we have the same classes. So obviously it was pr- pretty useful to be studying together. So that's what we did. But we ended up spending a lot of time that last week together when we just had two finals left. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that definitely helps with homesickness because we were both like, oh, my God, please I want to go home, like make my COVID test be po- be not positive. And- yeah, I'd say with our parents being gone a lot in the during high school, that definitely helped because we got sort of got used to. Well, at first, we had a nanny, and then it was just us <laughs> on our own. She was not good. <laughs> that's so a different. That's for a different time. <laughs> but but yeah, she, uh, we we had to sort of cook for ourselves, and and but we also got to you know, live on our own. And I think that was good practice. I know, I know when I felt homesick and in my first years, I, it didn't feel very much, very different from when yeah. we were, when I was yeah. in, when we were in high school. So that definitely helped. Of course, that's not something everyone can be accustomed to. And I know for a lot of first years going into university, it's the first time that they're away oh, from their parents yeah. for a long time. So it can be difficult, but yeah, but to sort of summarize uh, what was sort of the, you know, what are some of your final tips, your ending words on you know, how to deal with homesickness with everything we've said? Well, one, I want to say that it's normal. Like, it's okay if you're homesick. Everyone embrace goes it. through it. Yeah, I think embrace it because it just means that you're going up. Like, it's a period of your life where you're, like, gaining independence. You're getting away from your parents. And, like, even though it's it can be difficult at times, you just have to, like, push through <laughs> And uh, yeah, it's and you're okay. not alone. Yeah, at all. Like everyone is homesick, um, and most people think that's not the case because when you're hanging out with people, everyone's happy and they just seem to have like no problems. But you know, ninety nine percent of the people that I'm friends with would probably go back to their rooms and like call their parents and cry because yeah, everyone's homesick. Um, one tip I would give is. Get like surround yourself with people because that helps a lot. Don't because yeah, don't all, isolate yourself. You'll you're all going through the same things, and you won't realize that until you're surrounded by those people. Well, yeah, because so you said because you're twins, you studied a lot together, and that helped you. Uh-huh. I guess for some people who are not twins, <laughs> just yeah. a minority of people, could <laughs> find find a study buddy or find a friend who's got Definitely. the similar schedule as you and, and do that because that clearly helped you a lot. So it must. Or even like for me, what I did. 
So one day before I started like really full on studying, because that was a class that I was struggling in, I just went to a cafe with some of my friends and we just like did some light studying and they're in arts and I'm in engineering. So we did like different engineer, different studying, but it was like nice to have people to study mm-hmm. with and just like disconnect. Yeah. I know I studied a lot with others and that helped with homesickness training during uh, exam season. And I guess, yeah, my final tip uh, would be to get involved yeah in any way whether on campus but even socially just meet people and try to if you're dealing with homesickness although it can be difficult to try to go out experience new things and as you embrace homesickness and you discover new things you'll sort of create your new family your new home in in that new place Mm -hmm. and you'll get to cherish those memories in the future and that'll help you a lot deal with homesickness in the future All right. Well, I think this wraps up today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Latrio underscore podcast. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week.